0: heard for Thursday, August 18th, 2022. I'm Mike Cachopoli. All right. How's everyone doing out there? How's it going across this great nation of ours into Canada? We have listeners. I have listeners in Canada. I have listeners in South Africa. I have listeners in Europe, all over this great globe. How's everyone doing? Well, you know i wish the news were better i never have any good news do i I never have any really good news but just the way things are if you have good news you can call in with good news you can you can come on this show and talk about all the the great news that's going on out there because uh, i just don't simply know of any and um I'm going to talk about a few things. I'm going to talk about once again a uh, a liberal, lefty nut job prosecutor in New York City, letting someone off with no bail and lessened charges. I, I, I think many people have already seen this horrific video. Of this man, this miscreant, this scumbag, who cold cocked this guy on the street for no reason in the Bronx he cold cocked him knocked him out and the guy has brain injuries needed to have brain surgery and is in a medically induced coma does that does that sound like a misdemeanor to you going up to someone putting on gloves the guy put on gloves so this is all obviously premeditated not like they got into an argument or a fight the guy's not even looking at him he sucker punched him in the back of the head and uh, the guy's head knocked on the floor and he's in a coma it was, he was originally charged with attempted murder, which should be the charge. And if the, guy, if the man dies, it should be murderer. But this liberal scumbag district attorney in New York City, the liberal prosecutors in New York, decided to let the man out without bail. I'll read the story in a second. We'll talk about that a little bit, and then we'll also talk about the, the CDC and how they've admitted total failure, total 100% failure over the last two and a half years. And how the left doesn't seem to want to admit that the CDC words, the left cannot accept that the CDC failed. The left cannot accept that the CDC failed, was wrong and lied. For some reason, they can't accept it. I don't know exactly. I don't know exactly why. Um, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, you know, positive as to the reasons. Um, but they can't. They can't. As I said yesterday, many people on the left are simply saying, well, it was a a new thing, you know, know, they tried their best and they made some mistakes, but, you know, what can you do? That kind of mealy mouth nonsense. When even Rochelle Walensky herself admitted that this was 75 years in the making. They were supposedly spent three quarters of a century preparing for this, and they totally flopped. 75 years in preparation for something like this. And they got it wrong in every facet from top to bottom. Because all they focused on was control. All they focused on is how can we control people. And by controlling people, they figured they'd control the virus. And of course, many of us knew that was wrong. But if we wrote that on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram two years ago, we were banned and and criticized and canceled. And now they're admitting that's exactly what they did. They thought that by controlling humans they would control nature. Which of course was totally bat-crap, crazy, and stupid. But that's what happened. But the left can't seem to come to can't seem to come to terms with that. They just can't seem to come to terms with the fact that the CDC was wrong and that Fauci was wrong, and that Osterholm, and you know the culprits. Berks, Redfield, and company, they were all wrong. And someone like Scott Atlas, who Trump brought in five or six months too late, was absolutely 100% right that Jay Bhattacharya was 100% right, that Marty McCarry was 100% right, that the Great Barrington Declaration was 100% right. They just can't seem to admit it. Because admitting that would, I don't know, make them... Trump sympathizes with that crazy sickness, Trump derangement syndrome. I don't know, but let me get to the story. Uh, and this is from the New York post. So this is a story about the man that was uh, let off. Um, and this guy was also here. The title is fiend who nearly killed a New York city man with sucker punch freed without bail, a convict sex offender who allegedly cold cocked a man on a Bronx street, leaving him in a coma with brain injuries was freed without bail Thursday after getting his attempted murder charges reduced in the unprovoked attack. Uh, Bu Van Fu, 55 years old, was instead charged by the Bronx DA's office with assault and harassment, both misdemeanors for the brutal knockout punch that left 52-year-old Jesus Cortez unconscious on the street according to a criminal complaint. Well, we could all see the video. We don't need the criminal complaint. The victim required brain surgery and is now in a medically induced coma. The new charges against Fu were not bail eligible and a Bronx judge cut him loose on supervised release at his arraignment. The NYPD had charged Fu with attempted murder, which was correct after arresting him for the attack that appeared to come out of the blue. The police charged him, attempted murder, and then we got the case. We evaluated and changed based on evidence we had a DA's office spokesman, said. The investigation is continuing. Fu allegedly confessed the crime to his parole officer, according to the complaint against him. I hit someone, and he's in the hospital. I don't know if he's dead, he told the uh, officer. The police are looking for me. Fu and Cortez did not know each other, and there was, did not be any interaction between them prior to the punch. The victim was leaving the Fuego Tipico restaurant at East 188th Street near the Grand Concourse in Fordham Manor around 10.45 p.m. on August 12th, when he stopped near a group of people chatting outside. Cortez, shown in surveillance footage carrying a backpack, was following was followed out by a man wearing a black T-shirt. The man put on what appeared to be work gloves before randomly slugging the victim from behind, causing him to fall into the sidewalk and hit his head, the footage released Wednesday shows. Cortez was taken to Jacoby Medical Center with a skull fracture, broken cheekbone, and bleeding in the brain. Foo was convicted of first-degree sex abuse in the Bronx back in 95 and was sentenced to six years to life. Uh, evidently, unfortunately, he didn't do life. He was paroled in 2019 and is now registered as a level three sex offender, the most dangerous designation for sexually abusing a 17-year-old girl. The attack came just a day before Queens taxi driver, Cooten Gima was beaten to death by five customers who allegedly attacked him when he tried to confront them for running off without paying the fare. Everyone has seen that video of this absolute miscreant scumbag, just cold cocking, putting on the gloves and then cold cocking the guy in the head for no reason. And according to this liberal wacko, Bronx DA, this is not attempted murder. This is just simple assault, a misdemeanor and no bail is needed. And people wonder why blue cities are turning into absolute shitholes. People wonder why our cities are absolute shitholes. Our Democrat-run cities are shitholes, holes, because of liberal DAs like this. And yet they keep doing it. Yes, they get recalled, and they get these petitions against them, and they get millions, of, half a million signatures, and they get kicked out of office, and they get threatened. They don't care, because this is their ideology. This is what they believe. They believe if someone comes up behind you, Puts on gloves, punches you in the head, causing you to fall back and crack your head on the sidewalk, putting you in a coma with a brain bleed. This is simple assault, a misdemeanor. No bail is needed. This is what these people believe, you see. This scumbag DA says, oh, after the police did the right thing. The NYPD, as usual, did the right thing. They charge him with attempted murder. because You see, the cops have something called uh, common sense. So they charge him with attempted murder. And then the scumbag DA, this liberal DA, says, oh, we looked at the evidence and we decided it's just assault. The, the same video I saw, the same video millions of people saw, that simple assault. You see, this is why people are leaving cities. But they want us out. They want, this is what they, you see, people say, oh, do they want people? Of course they want us out. They want people with common sense out. All they want are people there who agree with them. That's what they want. They're very happy. They're very happy to have people leave who don't agree with them, who have common sense and dignity and a fucking brain, because that person's going to vote against them, you see. They'd rather have those people leave, whether it's San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York, and move to Houston, Austin, Dallas, Fort Lauderdale, Tampa, and not have them out. You see? And just have people left who will vote for them. We'll keep them in office. We'll keep them doing this stuff over and over and over again. That's all they care about. That's all they care about. That's how they keep winning elections. That's how they keep winning elections. And, you know, all I can say is that they're going to win. Because we're leaving. We're not going to take this anymore. We're just going to leave. We're going to go somewhere with a quality of life. Where we can live in peace. And not have these savages come up. And punch us in the back of the head. For no reason. And that's what these people are. They are savages. This is a a savage action. These are savage actions. When you do this to people. When you. When you. When you. Punch them in the head and you rape them and you rob them and you loot people. This is these are savage actions. They're actions of a savage mind. And this is this is what our cities are full of now. But the savages won't leave because why would you if you can put on a glove and punch someone in the back of the head and get off basically scot free? No need to put up any bail with a misdemeanor charge. We know misdemeanor charges in in cities like New York go nowhere. They're slap on the wrists. Why would you leave? Why would you leave when you know you can do it again the next week, when you can rob a Walgreens on a daily basis? You know, when you can rape a 17-year-old girl and then still be able to come out of jail and punch someone in the back of the head. This is like, um, you know, it's almost like, like law of the jungle. Why would these people want to leave? So, our cities are going to be left with people like this scumbag, these savages, these miscreants, and the people who just take their bullshit, the people who just feel so badly for them, the people who feel they've been unfairly persecuted. And believe what these DAs believe. And I have to be fair. Also, people who just can't seem to leave, right? There are some people that don't simply have the wherewithal, the resources to leave a place. Or the position in life where they can just leave a place. Those of us who are single have it easier. We do. So... I don't want to make it flippant as though everyone can leave, just get out. What are you doing? A lot of people just can't leave. So that's what will be left in, the, in our major cities, in our cities run by Democrats, which will be basically scumbags, miscreants, savages, people who can't leave, even though they want to. So that's like almost like being in your own prison, right? And people who agree with these liberal scumbags who let people out scot-free. And therefore embolden criminals to just keep doing the same thing over and over again. And then people on the left will say, what can you do? What can you really do to stop crime? Oh, it's a big city. Oh, it comes. This is the excuses. Oh, it comes. It comes along with a big city. It comes along with a big city. This is what you what you get for the amenities, the accommodations of a big city. This is what you get for the culture. This is the exchange you make for the culture. This is the exchange you make no it's not because this is not civilization this is not an actual civilization this is like a jungle filled with savages that's what this is it's not it's not it's not a city these are jungles filled with savages and like I said so many people would like to leave but just simply can't so they're actually those people who want to leave these cities and can't They're the ones who are actually in prison, and these these scumbag criminals are not in prison. They're the ones that should be in prison, but they've imprisoned us because we can't get away from them. We simply can't leave them. And this is why our cities are in the shape they're in. This is why stores have to close at 8 p.m. Once it gets dark, stores are closing, putting up. Those barriers when they close, putting up, you know, those wood, those, those, the, the, the shields of wood with the chains on it. So people can't break in as a deterrent. So they don't break the window and break into the store. So we look like we're living in a third world country, everything boarded up, half the businesses out. I want to ask people who the left who thinks, oh, these, these, this would, this is just the exchange for this great amenities and culture. What great amenities and culture are left in big cities what what? Half the businesses are gone. The culture institutions want you to show your papers to, to get in. The businesses that are left have to close early because the combination of not being any business because there's no tourism. people are staying home, they're afraid to go out in these cities at night and crime. so they have to close eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. So even the usual amenities and accommodations, that came with living in big cities. Those are gone now. You better off to find more 24 hour restaurants in the suburbs, right, than the big cities. So my question is wh- what is left in big cities for people? What is left? Just Is it just living in a city where everyone thinks like you? Is that the idea? Oh, I live in the liberal-minded city. We're all liberals. My friends are all liberals. We all agree on everything. It's so exciting, really. Uh, Daniel, what's up? Okay. Uh,
1: a time a timely topic for tonight. Uh, you're bringing up your mic because uh, I uh, walked over to the Marina Safeway here in San Francisco. Um, and let me remind you and any listeners that the marina area has probably got some of the most expensive property in the United States, um, but they have a big problem with uh, homeless people and addicts around that Safeway. And uh, I went there for some uh, gelato um, to, uh, to bring home at uh, 1030 this evening. I'm heading on my way back right now. And uh, as I'm walking up to Safeway, Um, there is one of the addicts that I've seen around there causing trouble before taking dozens of potted plants and throwing them on the ground. They're the potted plants that they keep out in front of Safeway that they sell. Um, And he's smashing the pottery all over the place, and one of the security guards comes flying out the door and and chases this piece of crap off. And um, they they almost went at it. They almost had a a, a scuffle, but the um, it looks like the manager sort of like called the security guard off. Um, apparently the guy was in there trying to steal something and he didn't get away with it. So he came outside and, and uh, decided to take it out on a uh, merchandise outside. Um, yeah. It, there, I see this, you, you know, you know, I do a lot of walking and running in, mm-hmm. in, the, in the city. So I, I see this not, not every single day, but at least every single week I see, I see um, criminal activity, well, if if I if I wanted to see it, I know exactly where to run. If I want to see it every single day, um, it, it, but um, this is this is London, London, breed. This is your city. This is the city that you created with your woke insanity. This is the city with, that you created with defunding police. Um, hopefully, the new DA after we've gotten gotten rid of our uh, diluted DA who has tried to solve his mommy and daddy issues from his criminal uh, parents um, that spent their life in jail. He's trying to solve those uh, and reconcile those mommy and daddy issues um, on the uh, political and public stage. Um, sorry, uh, Chesa Bodine, that's not going to ever work for you. You need to move on, buddy. Um, so we, ha- we have people like that in Lemon Breeds that are just literally destroying this city. And I don't, I just don't see it getting better. You know, when I moved here, I had... I just... I thought, okay, people, they must understand by now that these vaccines aren't going to prevent infection and transmission. And they've got to drop that nonsense that's um, destroying people's uh, jobs and getting them kicked out of their jobs, destroying the livelihood. And they've got to drop this mass nonsense. They've got to realize this by now. But like I've said before, stupidity has momentum. And boy, does it have momentum. I, I thought, you know, this was going to be over months ago. And it just seems to be getting worse. And if it's not, if it's not the COVID nonsense, it's something else, and it's just this disconnect for, from reality. There's this over underlying delusion, and part of it, as you as as you've mentioned in the past, is um, Trump derangement syndrome. But there is just something deeper in the psyche of America that's going on right now.
0: There's just really, really, really disturbing. Well, and then the Democrats cry when people want to carry guns. I mean, this, that's the thing. The Democrats elect these liberal DAs who miscreants like this guy off scot-free and then they cry oh we don't want this like like that moron adams in new york said oh we don't want this to become the wild west we can't have people carrying guns here well no people there need guns because the prosecutors are not putting people in jail. It's not really the police fault. The police did the right thing. They got it, they went after him, they arrested him, they charged him with attempted murder. They did the right thing. It's the liberal prosecutors who then fuck the police over and then we wonder why people don't want to become police officers anymore. You do your job and then the prosecutor lets the guy off.
1: Exactly. And and we just need to get we need to get rid of these prosecutors. We need to get rid of these DAs and we know how to do it. We just got to do it. And, and, and that's, that's, that's all that's going to turn this, turn this around. But, but there is, you know, like I said, there's something really weird and deep going on in the psyche of America right now. You have this, you know, this quiet quitting that is occurring with young people and with respect to their jobs, who do they think's going to support them? There's this, there's this, this uncoupling with reality that's going on right now that has occurred ever since the, the COVID nonsense started which itself was this huge uncoupling with reality, um, exaggeration of a disease that was was no that was no more severe than, than influenza, and, and now is no more severe than a common cold, and, and yet they still they still have districts in California school districts where they're t- having kids kids still having to wear masks, and you still have people out there trying to sell co- co- COVID vaccines to children. I mean this and and. I mean, this is just—it is just so disconnected from reality. I, I, I just sit and I just wonder how. If you want to solve this problem, where the—I mean, this problem being the um, this this disarray that our society seems to be in, this this deep, un, unsettling disarray that our society seems to be in. If you want to settle, if you want to solve this, where do you even start at this point? I mean, I. I I am I'm dumbfounded about, about what's going on in our society. It's, it's just, it is just, it hurts.
0: Yeah, it hurts. Uh, it actually hurts physically some people. I mean, you know, it's, uh, and any of us could be that guy, right? Unsuspecting. Only only a true loser, uh, only a true loser scumbag punches someone in the back of the head. Sucker so punch someone like that. Of course, this guy would never, would never dare try to do it if someone was facing them. If they, if they, if, they, if, he, if he, of course, he had to be a, a total loser and punch someone in the back of the head. You but, know, they the, go ahead. The, go ahead. These, these
1: these cities are just inviting vigilante justice. It's it's going to happen. This of course, is is going, This is what is going to start happening. There's going to be people walking around with baseball bats and guns, and they are going to be kicking the crap out of and killing people that are committing crimes, and they are going to do it independent of the police. It's, it's going to happen.
0: Yeah, and unfortunately, the police will suffer for that. But the police aren't the ones who are, are causing all this. It's not. It's not the fault of the of the of the police. It's not.
1: Of course, <laughs> it's not the fault of all the police. It's it's just, it's they, they don't have the manpower. They have DAs that just undo all their good work. They mm-hmm. have the prosecutors that undo their all their good work. Yeah, of course, it's not the police police's fault. Um, it's, but but we 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 know how to turn this around. We just we we've got to get rid of these, these DAs. But this other this other stench that we have going on in our society right now that just seems to, it's a, it's a it's self-destructiveness. And you see it most profoundly in blue cities where they just seem to want to destroy themselves. Florida, on the other hand, they're not necessarily laughing at it. It's not like they're laughing at blue states and blue cities as they self-destruct,
0: but they're just sitting there shaking their and going, why are you doing this to yourselves? Right, exactly. And like I said, its it's, it's a matter of they They want people to leave that's the whole point of it that's That's what the Democrats want in other words the Democrats would love all the people who are maybe independent or right leaning or libertarian to leave these places right They would love that then they don 't have to worry about those votes anymore then they can have complete they can have it could be every blue city could be like washington d c right ninety three ninety four percent democratic and they'll all win in New York State and California to be all democratic and no Republican can ever win because. The voters who may have swung things the other way are all leaving little by little, little by little, election cycle by election cycle. They're leaving. And and that's what Democrats want. So this this I think a lot of this is either I think a lot of this is planned. They want people who don't think exactly like them and will vote for them, who have common sense and decency to leave and go to Texas and Florida and Arizona. That's that's where they want them to go.
1: Well they could turn they could turn the whole state of California into a hellhole like washington d c because washington d c is not the type of place that anyone really wants to live and, and if that if that's what they want, um you know careful what you wish for, you might get this thing well, the, the, only, the only thing that stands between them and getting what they don't really want, that thing that they shouldn't be wishing for is really us, people like us.
0: I have an analogy. It may work, it may not. But it's, it's almost like, you know, when, when people say like, if you're if you are, let's say you're homeless and you're in your and, you're, and you're, you're someone who's constantly peeing themselves, you don't smell it anymore. Right. Other people smell that odor, but you don't smell it anymore. So it's almost like a lot of people who live in these big cities, maybe are so used to it that they don't really smell how bad these cities are. Okay, and and that's 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 literally and figuratively,
1: <laughs> exactly. No, I yep. I, to, I, to, I totally get you. It is both literal and figurative, um, and 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 I get a, a nostrils full of it every day that I'm out exploring the city. I I, I moved here to the city because I, I, you know I, I love this city. I've always loved this city. I grew up I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area, and I've always loved visiting San Francisco. And I one day dreamed of of, of, of moving here and, and living here. I always lived in the East Bay. Um, God, it! I picked the wrong time. This,
0: the San Francisco is just.
1: It's it's. God, what was the name of that movie uh, Fort Bronx something New York Fort Bronx? Fort, or, Fort,
0: Fort Apache, the Bronx. Fort,
1: yeah, yeah, Fort Apache, the Bronx. I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ! It reminds me of a combination of that and um, this other movie. Uh, I'm, I'm blanking on it right now. I thought it would come to mind as I'm as I'm speaking. Um, the Omega Man with Charles and
0: Heston. Sure. Uh, and um, where he can't go out at night because the zombies are out there. <laughs> right, right. No, but it it has. It you needs know, the fourth patch of the Bronx. I mean, that's where the Bronx was in the '70s, and it kind of, you know, had a little bit of a rebirth there, and uh, now it's going back to that again. And that that's the problem. It's it's reverting back to the type of what it used to be, and uh, and we've all seen those movies like The Warriors, right, New York City in the '70s and such, and that's what's that's what's happening again. And that's and, and it's now spreading. It's, it's uh, this is something really San Francisco, as far as I know, never really experienced before. New York City went through this. I don't believe San Francisco had that kind of a problem in the 70s and 80s that New York City had with, with the crime. No, uh, yeah, I but, don't think it did either. Right. And so San Francisco is now joining that, you know, and, and now experiencing what that's like. And as I've said, I, I really don't want mean to offend people who live in like Detroit. But it's almost like we're becoming. San Francisco is becoming Detroit. A lot of these cities are becoming Detroit, and yeah, and, yeah. and that's and that's that's the problem. That they're, yeah. they're going to be hollowed out. Yeah, and and I, I, I I'm from Michigan. was was born and
1: spent the first year, few years of my life in Michigan, and we would return there every summer as children. Um, I knew it. I know what Detroit used to be like, and I know what Detroit looks like nowadays. And yeah, we could easily become. A California and especially San Francisco, a lovely cities like San Francisco could become another Detroit.
0: Well, and I don't understand, you know, I, I was in Detroit. Oh God, this is in the nineties. I was in Detroit for, I went to see the tigers in the old ballpark. Yeah. I stayed in the only part of Detroit, you know, the only part of Detroit you can stay in that strip downtown right across from Windsor, I believe mm-hmm. that's like a little, like business strip where you could stay and be safe. And I remember, so I stayed at a hotel there and that's where all the ball teams stay. And I remember it, the, the ballpark from that strip was like maybe a 15-minute walk. And this was a day game. And so I'm walking. And I say to the, the concierge, I say, which way do I walk to go to the ballpark? And he looked at me and he said, you don't walk to the ballpark here. <laughs> I said, what? I said, it's a 15-minute walk, isn't it? He goes, yeah, but you're not walking it. Get a cab. This is before Uber and Lyft. He said, get a cab. He said, you can't walk it. I'm telling you, don't walk it. And and then I so I, I said all right well hey this is the concierge who lives here I got the cab and as we're driving there I'm thinking to myself oh thank god I didn't walk this fucking thing you know I I knew exactly what he meant yeah. I, so it, it was almost like post, it was almost like it was like post apocalypse Yeah you
1: know? exactly exactly um that is where I mean as I've said many times I'm a liberal but um this is where this ill liberal policy, because these aren't liberals that we're dealing with anymore. This is where this ill liberal policy has taken us all, and the motivation behind it, I don't think there is one. I think I think there's something, as I said earlier, um, I think there's just something really, really, really deeply wrong with our,
0: our society right now. Something something really deep is is afoot here. Well, and, and I don't understand why Democrats. Think this is good? I mean, do people want the liberals want to live in cities like this? Of course they they do. Maybe they do. Uh, Once again, there is a psychology that says, "Oh, well, you know, our criminal justice system is all screwed up, and we have to go through this painstaking process." And oh, I am such a good liberal for living here and sticking it out. You know, I think part of them it's once again it's a it's a like we've like Daniel like we've seen with so much of the last two and a half years, be it COVID or Ukraine, it's one big virtue signal. It's a virtue signal. I am virtuous. I am virtuous. And this, this, what are you virtuous about? Not, not, not prosecuting being, being behind, not prosecuting criminals, letting criminals take over your city.
1: Yeah. Those, criminals-
0: those people that um,
1: support these, um, these things like, uh, no bail, um, while, while waiting waiting arraignment, et cetera. Um, those same people they they won't, unlike me they won't go out at night they are they're, they're terrified of
0: this city and yet democrats vote for and yeah. elect these democrats who do these things exactly that's and yet they say, keep,
1: and they keep voting for democrats that's why i say there's just something really disturbing that is going on in our culture right now part of it's trump derangement syndrome and that explains a lot of it
0: um, no. But there's something even more disturbing in that. and I think all, I think all we have – I was just watching a segment before coming on doing the show on um, Tucker Carlson. Now, Tucker Carlson's time starting to talk about what I spoke about with John Ziegler last week. I'm sure Tucker listened to this show. he will never admit it, but he probably did. And he was doing a, <laughs> a segment on why the hell are de- are Republicans losing – in the polls, why is, why is Dr. Oz 10 points behind John Fetterman? Why, why, why is the Republican candidates in places like Arizona running for Senate losing to Democrats in this environment? How the hell can this be happening? And he was trying to figure it out. But I think the, the, the problem is, like I said, people are not – it's up to Republicans to do this because this is America. This isn't Europe where people can connect their own dots. But people aren't connecting these dots. Democratic voters vote for these Democrats, like these liberal prosecutors, these liberal governors who – remember, these, the liberal prosecutors are one thing. But the governor of New York, another whack job, wicked witch of the East liberal, has the right to fire them, has the right to do what Ron DeSantis has the balls to do and fire a prosecutor if they don't do their job. And she won't do it. And yet they yeah. cannot connect the dot and they will continue to elect these people. They will continue to elect people that are going to get them killed. Will get their loved ones killed. It's, yeah. it's absolutely, and I think you're right. Our only hope now, I think, is for the, uh, uh, it's a fight between the Trump derangement syndrome folks and the people who absolutely love and adore Trump. <laughs> and we can only hope in this election cycle and beyond that the people who love and adore Trump, and we know he got 74 million votes, the second most votes ever for president of the United States, the most votes ever for Republican, outnumber. The people with Trump derangement syndrome. That's all we can hope for in November. We can we can we can hope in 2024 that uh, Ron
1: DeSantis um, gets gets the, uh, gets to be Nominate. the Republican uh, yeah. nominee for, for President of the United States, um, and um, that that will, I hope at least eliminate the Trump derangement factor. But uh, as I've said, I think there's something far more deep that's going on with it. And my suspicion um, is that this has a lot to do with, with social media, has a lot to do with our modern communication system and how human beings interact. Human beings don't know how to interact through this, this new technology. This is something we're all learning how to do um, in real time and stumbling through this. Um, how to use this new technology, how to interact with this new technology, how to do it in a way that is responsible um, in a way that um, spreads truth more than it does ignorance um, and it isn't as tainted by uh, political ideology as it presently is we're all we're all struggling with, with this new technology, and i I just my suspicion is that this really deep unsettling stuff that's going on in our society now that permeates all the way down to our young people like i said they're doing this quiet quitting stuff and and, and um the skyrocketing fentanyl deaths you know you, you can count those as deaths of despair um there is something really seriously screwed up about our society right now and in and, and yeah, my my biggest suspicion is that it's social media and I've said before, I think social contagion should be um, declared our number one health risk in this country.
0: Well, and like and you mentioned fentanyl and a big part of the fentanyl issue is the open borders. Yes. Open borders. And who exactly who, who has the open border policy? It's not. It's just not. It's simply not Republicans. Yeah, it's, if you listen, it's the Biden administration.
1: Yeah. If, if, and if you listen to these border agents, border agents who I've heard interviews with over the last few months, they will tell you that they use illegal immigration as a it's kind of a, um, a sub- subsidiary of their drug business. And, and they will use it strategically. So they will flood the border, um, acting as coyotes to bring uh, immigrants in here, flood the border so that the Border Patrol is spending more time with the legal immigrants so they can move more efficiently their high-value product, that is drugs, across the border undetected. Absolutely.
0: There's, there's no doubt about it. You know, once again, before, I, I was against the wall for a while now i think i'm for it simply as a as a deterrent if it deters a certain percentage and i'm not going to say people won't go over and under and through tunnels of course but i think even if it's just a deterrent even if it just shows we give a shit about about our our border and protecting our border i think i'm actually 100 for building that wall now you know yeah. and, and i you think know, it, yeah, it, I, needs, I, I it needs to be once again the democrats did a great job of framing it under trump as being like this white supremacist thing was right keeping the brown people out of the country that's how the democrats framed it which of course is not the truth at all it's simply keeping undocumented people out making people come here in the legal fashion yeah
1: yeah and and i think you and i have evolved in in in, uh in isolation independently of one another to come to a very same conclusion about about the wall um I was, I was as well against it, thinking that it was going to be um, futile. Um, but at this point, it's kind of for me, it's more symbolic than anything, right?
0: That, so it's a, a symbolic, yeah. No, it, it's an important. We're, we're, it's, a, it's important yeah. right now. I think that's yeah. the symbol that we need right now.
1: Yeah, it would be, it would be saying, "Look, we're not going to put up with your shit anymore, Mexico." I mean, this problem, the problem that we have at the border, it is could all it could entirely be fixed by Mexico. These people are coming in at the south end of Mexico and leaving at the north end of Mexico. Mexico doesn't have to let them in at the south
0: end. No, of course not. That's right. A lot, a lot of people are not coming from – they're coming from where? Other place. Nicaragua, right? Exactly. They come exactly. from, yeah, come from just, South America. South America. They're not just coming from Mexico. It's a long way to go. It's a long way to yeah. go. But, um, but uh, you know, then you'll see, you know, Abbott doing the right thing. Simply, what Abbott is trying to do – we've talked this before – He's, I don't think he's trying to be an asshole. I think what he's trying to do is show the blue cities and the blue states what they're going through in Texas, try to have some sympathy yeah. for what we're doing. And yes, what, are doing? Exactly. what are they doing in New York? You've seen the videos, right? We've all seen the videos of, of the, um, the illegals, the migrants coming off the buses. And there's a guy there shaking their hand saying, welcome to America. And off they go. Right. We've seen that. Well, who the hell are these people? And do you think they're actually – they have a piece of paper as though they're supposed to show. Many of them don't show for the court hearings. They just go out and they're never seen from again. It's a fucking big country, yeah. you know. And so now what they're doing is they're getting hotels in New York to put them up. That's what they're doing. They're putting them up in Times Square hotels, Times Square tourist hotels. They're putting them up for free because they have to put them somewhere, right? They have to put them somewhere. So now, basically, you're going to hurt businesses, because people are going to hear tourists are going to hear, "Oh, crap!" And look, not that these are bad people, like most of them are, unfortunately, we don't know the ones that aren't. Most of them, of course, are not are, you can see it. they're just regular people. But, but, and they're not homeless, and they're probably not going to burn the places down, and they're not going to make them to a shithole. But still, you have tourists who are thinking, "Oh my God, I, I, do I want to do this? Do I want to <laughs> go stay in a place in a hotel?" where they're all illegal aliens, you know, and who knows? And have no skin in the game because they're not citizens here. And I got to pay $400 for my room and they're getting the, the exact same room next to me free. So once again, even after they've killed businesses, after Democrats have killed businesses for two and a half years, they're going to kill them even more now with this stuff.
1: Yeah, they, they just don't seem to have a um, face saving exit for themselves Um from this um, woke ideology that they've um, subscribed to and implemented, um, and is is most obviously failing to everybody. I mean, here we are in San Francisco, and we got rid of our district attorney because it was so obvious that his woke nonsense was just failing. Um, and this is San Francisco, so this is fa- so this 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 fantasy uh, of, of with respect to law enforcement and um, the judicial system. It, it, it's obvious to everybody that it's, it's a failure. It's it's obvious to every everybody, and yet they proceed with it. As I said, stupidity has momentum, you know, and it's going to take a while for, for, for it to come to a halt. But there's something that's 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 far deeper going, that's that's going on right now that that I think that our society is struggling with, and it's I think it's the ghost in the machine. Um, if you're familiar with that 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 phrase, I think you are uh, the ghost in the machine of uh, social media. It's it's a very disruptive technology, not disruptive from a technological sense, disrupting other technologies, disrupting our social
0: structure. Right, it's it's, it's absolutely disrupting so, us. Uh, there's no doubt about it. You know, there's zero, There's no doubt about it. And at some point, this is all going to have to come to a head. I think that's that's pretty much the obvious answer here, right? At some point, this is all going to have to come to a head, and and this idea of blaming. Blaming, you know, Republicans because they want the border closed. They want a secure border and because they want the northern cities and northern states so, to have some kind of sympathy and empathy for what they're going through. To blame Republicans for this saying it's a political stunt. Well, no, the political stunt is letting in all these people having open border policy. That's that's the political stunt.
1: That's you know, I, I hope. I hope. I hope Abbott packs a bunch of, of people and sends them to San Francisco and and L A. and and um, Sacramento and you know. I, I really hope he delivers a whole bunch of people here as well. I, I hope that he. I hope that they bring buses right to the border. That's what you get yeah.
0: if you use your sanctuary cities, right? Sanctuary yeah, cities. Hop on the That's
1: bus, you're it. off to your sanctuary city. Just, just direct. You know, don't process them at all through Texas. Just take them directly to New York and California.
0: It's insane. It, it's, it's, it's
1: simply. It's be cost effective for them to
0: they, yeah. they, they do it. Absolutely, absolutely, no doubt about it. Daniel, thank thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Stay, yeah, stay safe. Stay safe out there, Daniel. Stay safe out there. Yeah. Always. Thanks. Try, try your best. <laughs> right. um, I did want to uh, also talk just quickly about, uh, we talked about yesterday with the CDC. The CDC said, you know, Rochelle Walensky admitted to some failures and stuff. And as you get deeper into this, it's basically what we've all thought that, you know, they're not really admitting any major failures. They're saying, you know, we could have done things better here, better there. And to show they're totally full of shit. They're putting some Clinton person, someone that worked with the Clintons, I guess, pulling them out of the out of the crypt, to now come in and re- help revamp the CDC and get them ready for the next thing. Help them with monkeypox, a Clintonite. So this shows they're not they're not serious about this. They're not serious about this. They're putting someone in there who, obviously, being a Clintonite, agreed with lockdowns, agreed with masking, agreed with forced vaccinations. They're not serious. If they was, if the CDC was serious about revamping. Admitting their failures, they'd fire everyone there and they'd bring in someone like Scott Atlas, Jay Bhattacharya, to revamp it, right? They'd bring in people who were right, not people who were wrong, okay? People who were right. People had the foresight to be right about this two and a half years ago. They'd bring them in. That's if they were really serious. If they were really, if this government was serious, they would fire Rochelle Walensky and put someone like Scott Atlas or Jay Bhattacharya or Bonnie McCary in charge, Peter McCullough, of revamping the CDC and truly making it the center for disease control, not human control, not business control, okay, not bodily autonomy control true disease control which is what they're for and i've asked this question before what what disease are they controlling what disease they control believe me when 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 the disease like ebola doesn't doesn't make it here it's not because the center for disease control controlled it it's because nature gave us a break that's all they get breaks from nature just like now nature's making each variant weaker nothing to do with the cdc So they don't really control any diseases now. I don't know if they actually ever can, but this group isn't. So if they were serious, they would revamp the whole thing, fire. If you're admitting you did all this wrong, all these really important things wrong for two and a half years, why would you keep the same people in charge and bring in a Clintonite to help run things? Well, it's because they're totally full of shit. They're totally full of crap. There'll be no this is just like they're pretending to make changes. What they're trying to do is silence people like me and you, right? They, they think we're dumb enough to say, oh, well, okay, you've admitted okay, thank you very much. Okay, move on. No, it's not gonna happen that way, babe. Rochelle, it's not gonna happen that way, hon. I'm telling you, not gonna happen. I'm not shutting up. I know a lot of people like me are not shutting up. Until there are major changes and major punishment. Okay, this is why Republicans must take over the house yeah well one of my comments this is from a comment this is from a comment not me is hang them well you know we say hang them high and of course we're saying that I'm, i'm at least saying that figuratively but but i do believe they should be put up in front of that committee the house must hold hearings it doesn't look good for the senate right now does it but i think republicans can at least win back the house And they have to hold hearings and put them in front of the American public and show what they did. And there has to be punishment for what I consider crimes. And that is coming from me. I believe these are crimes and they should be punished. Yeah, they're they're crimes. We're all hoping for the same thing, that they are held accountable for what they did. They are held accountable for what they did. We certainly, well, and once again, we're talking, we're talking these, we are, we're talking about people died because of these bad decisions. People died because of these bad decisions. And they saw this happening. It's not like they saw it happening. You see, it's not like, yeah, Nuremberg for Fauci. That's another comment. Thank you, Chicha. I, I, well, look, the fact of the matter is, even when they saw this stuff happening, they didn't reverse it. And look, they're still doing it now. They, want to, they still want to vaccinate five-year-olds, right? They still want to vaccinate five. We see the fifth vaccine happening in Quebec now. How long will it take before that gets down here? The fifth booster, the fifth shot, whatever you want to call it, the third booster. They're still doing it now, making Philadelphia with their asinine, once again proving how asinine they are, these liberals, that they want to do 10 days of masking. No, two and a half years, wasn't. they want to do masking for the first 10 days. What is that going to accomplish, the first 10 days of the new semester, school year? What does that accomplish, you fucking idiots? See, they're still doing it now. And the CDC's not coming out and saying, don't do that. Stop with the shots. Stop with the vaccinating infants. Stop with the masking kids. The CDC's not coming out and saying, stop that now. We were wrong about all that. They're not doing that. So they're full of crap. The only thing that's going to work is, is putting them up in front of the people the householding hearings yeah i know denmark isn't having it but and sweden did it right several countries did many most did it wrong and they're still paying for it now right they're still paying for it now but this is what this is not once again until these people are held accountable. them just admitting they did some things wrong everyone fucking knows that. Big deal. but they're really I think trying to like patronize us. they're trying to just make us go away. Denmark yes thanks Denmark said no more no more uh, jabs for minors but not this country. So, if you've admitted you did things wrong, what are you changing? Oh, oh, you're saying after two and a half years, we don't have to stand six feet apart anymore. Oh, yeah. thank you. Big fucking deal. Everything the CDC said over the last few days, they changed to is what people have been doing, is what 35 million people in Texas and 21 million people in Florida have been doing for the last year and a half. Big fucking whoop. Then all of a sudden they've changed their guidelines. No, no, there has to be punishment. There must be punishment for what happened. I've said this a million times. Punishment. So the next group doesn't do it, whether it's the same group or a different group, doesn't do this stuff again because they don't want to be punished. This this goes hand in hand with what I'm saying about these liberal prosecutors. You're not punishing criminals. Therefore, criminals will continue to do criminal things. It'll spawn more criminals. So until you start punishing these criminals, you must punish these criminals. And then they'll stop. You must puni- We must punish people who were wrong about COVID for two and a half years, who controlled our lives, who had the power to control our lives and did for two and a half years and continue to do so now. They must be punished to never forget. And for this never to happen again, and that's the bottom line. And until that happens, it's all bullshit. They're just jerking us around. You and I know that, and we're not going to shut up. And we're not going to like, like I said, my the title of my autobiography is going to be "Apology Not Accepted." Well, Rochelle, apology if she even made one, not accepted. Any future apology she might make, not accepted. All right. We have one more big show for the week tomorrow. This has been a Thursday show. I want to thank Daniel for calling in. I see uh, Cheech is out there. Thanks a lot for the comments. I appreciate it. Um, this has been a Let's Be Heard. I'm Mike Chopley And remember, always remember, vote Democrats out of office. Get them the hell out. Get them out now. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow.